Okay, the time now is exactly 11 to a.m. Welcome back to English for Oral Communication OUMH 1303 with me, Hazrah Ahmad Sapudin. Okay, if last week we talked about topic seven, right? So today we will talk about public speaking in topic eight. So hopefully by the end of this segment, another let's see, another one hour's time. You'll be able to learn something, especially the importance of public speaking, and you also be able to identify four main types of speeches in public speaking, and also demonstrate an effective speech. Okay, so let's talk about public speaking. Now, do you know that public speaking、mm, is one skill that can really, really help you if you wish to perform well in today's world. In a way, a speech can be viewed as an enlarged conversation, as the skills involved are quite similar to those we use in everyday conversation. There are, in fact, however, some differences. For one thing, making a speech requires more and more preparation. Then you need to speak for a longer period of time. So turn-taking in public speaking is also delayed. Because, ah,、uh, because the listeners listen to you at length and only provide feedback when you pause, or at least of your, um, of your, at the end of your speech. Now, the role of public speaking in professional life is um quite different and more evident in some occupations than in others. If let's say、um, you are an educator, lawyer, teacher, community leader, or salesperson, then public speaking will be a routine part of your job. Just kacang, okay? So even people in other professions will find that、um, at one time or another they may be called upon to make public speech. So what are the importance of public speaking?、Uh, what do you think? Right, the importance of public speaking is that it improves your social skills, academic and professional skills, and also public speaking as well. Okay, public speaking skills. So, improve your social skills.、Uh, skills, sorry, skills means public speaking can be a training ground for you, just to improve your social skills. You may learn, you may learn to conquer your fear. Anxiety of speaking in front of an audience boosts your self-confidence and self-esteem, and project yourself better in diverse situations. Ah, good thing. So very often, an effective speaker exerts a dynamic hold on an audience and can be very, very persuasive. So a good speaker is usually sensitive to audience needs and reactions. So you also. Learn to be a good listener who is mindful of verbal and non-verbal feedback. So, besides improve your social skills, you can also improve your academic and professional skills. Because why? Because public speaking can also enhance your academic and professional abilities. You'll be learn to be a persuasive people and effective communicator. And also, beside that, more and more confident and able to project a positive self-image to others. And also,、um, you become more critical when analyzing arguments and information given to you. And you also be able to respond appropriately to criticisms and arguments.、Uh, isn't it? 
um, wonderful that you can improve your academic and professional skills. Now, besides that, you can also improve your public speaking skills. Even if you are not born as orator or a speaker, you can definitely learn to be a better and better speaker than you already are. With the right attitude training, you can overcome feelings of self-consciousness and fear, anxiety, nervous of speaking at length to an audience. And also, um, remember, yeah, public speaking skills will help you become more confident, charismatic, okay, charismatic, and influential. You will also learn to be more adept at reaching out to various types of people as you tailor your speech to the needs of different audience. Hmm. And then the training will also enhance your leadership skills as you will learn to present your views and convince and sway your audience all without causing offense or slight to any group of people. So this is especially important in a multicultural society like ours because we have Malay, Chinese, Indian, Iban, Kadazan and lots more. Okay, right after this, we will talk about how to build confidence in public speaking. But first, let's enjoy with this song from OMI. I think the OUM roaming across your mind. I radio OUM roaming across your mind. Welcome back to English for Oral Communication segment OUMH1303 in today's edition Public Speaking. Okay, moving on to the how to build confidence in public speaking. Okay, what do you think, listeners? Because many speakers suffer from some degree of nervousness and anxiety before they speak to an audience. There are many and many ways to try and um, alleviate this. So there are some suggested techniques so you can um, perhaps try this. First, change the way you think, meaning um, think positively and do not be intimidated by other speakers. So build your confidence through careful preparation. Make use of a positive visualization process to reduce an anxiety. Go through a positive public speaking experience in your mind or enlist to help of someone who can guide you. This technique has helped many people so far. So try to banish any thoughts of inferiority of, uh, or perhaps failure from your mind and try to focus only on one thought. Yes, I can do it. I can speak in front of people. Next thing, systemic desensitization meaning systemic desensitization is used to treat many fears it focuses on reducing the physical symptoms related to anxiety associated with any event and teach people how to become more relaxed now the aim 
is to associate feeling good and relaxed with communication situations. So uh, that is we call systemic desensitization. And then try to use any skills of training. Um, apprehension arise if you feel that you lack the necessary skills. So why don't you go for any skills training if you feel that you will benefit from it? Skills training in public speaking will teach you ways, a few ways actually, to organize ideas as well as prepare and deliver speech. So learning more and more about oral presentation skills will also help you feel confident about giving speech. Now next thing is about prepare and practice your speech. Well, definitely there is nothing like making careful preparations for your speech and then practicing many, many times. The worst thing you can do is to just memorize your speech. But um, I would not suggest that. So what you should do is to remember the main points, write down notes on cue cards and express what you have to say naturally. So get family or friends to listen to you and practice your speech on them and get feedback. That is the uh, good thing you can do. Prepare and practice your speech. So by having a right relaxation techniques is also a good thing for you. Many relaxation techniques can be used to help you release some tension is when you are about to give a speech. A simple one is to breathe deeply and then exhale slowly. You can also close your eyes and roll your head slowly to relax when you are still backstage. And then the last thing is gain some experience. Meaning it is natural that speakers feel anxiety, nervous before they make a speech. That is a normal thing. The best way to minimize fear or anxiety to get um, as much as public speaking experience as you can. With experience, I'm sure your initial fears will give way to comfort, confidence and even enjoyment. Okay, we will continue right after this on tips for giving an effective speech. But first, let's enjoy with this song only on iRadio O-U-M. Okay, welcome back to English for Oral Communication or UMH1303 in today's edition, Public Speaking. Okay, hope you enjoy listening to that song from Black Eyed Peas, Boom Boom Pow. Okay, moving on to the tips for giving an effective speech, shall we? Now, um, do you know that appearance is one of the tips for giving an effective speech? Mm, you will um, consider appearance as a good thing, right? So dress suitably for the occasion. 
try to go for formal dressing if the speech is to be given at um, an official or perhaps corporate function. But however, remember if the speech is for an informal occasion or setting, then try to dress casual will be more appropriate. And then take care that you are dressed according to the dress codes of the community or society that um, will be your audience. So, try to adapt your dressing to look similar to that of your listeners. This is one of the tricks of the trade. Notice how community leaders tend to dress casually in bate or wear head dress or garlands when they speak to different communities all over Malaysia. Yeah. This is to convey um, that I am one of you message which develops rapport um, and builds a bond between the speaker and the listeners. So appearance is also a good um, important thing that you need to consider. So in this way, the speaker breaks down tension, stress and diffuse feelings of hostility, if any, on the part of the audience even before he or she speaks. So next time, Try to adapt your dressing to look similar to that um, to that of your listeners. Uh, besides appearance, you need to consider also on body language. Okay, because your body language says a lot about you. Trust me, adopt a confident posture, even though you may have butterflies mm, in your tummy because you are so nervous to speak in front of the audience. Stand tall and erect with your arms relaxed at your side. Keep your feet slightly apart for good balance. You would not want to trip and fall flat on your face right in front of your listeners. And then try to walk confidently onto the stage to speak. Um, Beside that, uh, you can even use gestures to emphasize a point or reinforce ideas. You can use arm movements. Uh, to complement verbal messages. But however, do not overdo this. Ah, it can be very distracting and irritating to listen to a speaker who continuously waves his arms as if he is sawing the air. And then, besides use gestures, you can even maintain good eye contact with your listeners. That is the good thing. Focus your gaze on the audience uh, seated in different sections of the hall. If let's say you are speaking to a large crowd, do not forget to focus your eyes on the back of the crowd. You want to make the listeners feel that you are speaking to each and every one of them, right? Um, Besides appearance and body language, voice is also a good thing for uh, public speaking. You see, when it comes to voice, you need to pay attention to the following. Volume, pause, pronunciation, intonation and articulation. Now, all these three things is very important in um, voice projection. Pronunciation, intonation and articulation, for instance, um, how you speak enhance your message because um, it will show your vocal qualities that allow you to be easily understood, especially when you want to emphasize important points. Um, if you speak with an accent, try to minimize this so that everyone can understand you. Uh, speak um, the language that everyone can understand. Okay. However, if um, if you are speaking in a specific region known for its individualistic dialect or accent, you may want to speak it in their own style. 
Okay. So um, right after this, we will talk about different types of speech. Don't go anywhere. We will uh, explore and venture more about this. Um, four different types of speech, mainly informative speech, persuasive speech, negotiation speech, and argumentative speech. Okay, what a lovely song from Jewel, Fragile Heart, only on iRadio OUM, roaming across your mind. Now, shall we continue more in English for oral communication in today's edition, Public Speaking? So, different types of speech. So, we have four different speech. We have informative speech, persuasive speech, negotiation speech, and argumentative speech. So, what about informative speech? What's so interesting about this? Uh, this kind of speech aims to increase your listener's knowledge, understanding, or abilities pertaining to a particular issue, topic, or skill. Perhaps, um, for example, in your working life, you will probably need to make a quite a few informative speech. Let's say if you are a teacher, you may need to give uh, such speech to students as well as to parents at PTA meetings. Ah, who knows? Um, if you are in the corporate sector, you may need to give speech to workers and administrative staff or to members of the board of directors meetings, for example. Yeah? And then... Um, There are even some types of informative speech and their specific purpose, um, like instruction, demonstration, explanation, description, briefing, and reporting as well. Now, um, how to have uh, good guidelines for making effective informative speech? Okay, begin with a clear thesis statement, and then try to organize your speech well so that it. Uh, can be easy follow. Be sensitive to your listeners' values and experiences. Adjust the level of complexity, usefulness, and relevance of your content to your listeners. And then try to design your speech to facilitate retention and learning. Uh, invite audience participation, and then try to uh, make use of presentation or visual aids as well. Okay, so that is a few guidelines for making effective informative speech. So what about persuade, persuasive speech? Right, the persuasive speech is um, a little bit different on um, from informative speech because persuasive speech aims to influence listeners' attitudes, behavior, beliefs, or even values. You may want to change, strengthen, or weaken these attitudes, behavior, beliefs, or values. There are even times when you may want to persuade them to take action. For instance, start a study group or change their eating habits. You may need to understand the nature of persuasion, persuasion when making such a speech. Because you see, change uh, changes cannot be made by. Um, Correction or by using the element of fear, you may need to interact with the listeners and be more and more sensitive to their needs and emotions. So change takes place gradually and um, incrementally if it takes place at all. Um, again, there are a few types of persuasive speech. We have facts, values, policies. Okay, we have three types of persuasive speech: facts values and policy 
Okay, uh, right after this, we will talk about the negotiation speech. Don't go anywhere. More coming up after this song from Brian McKnight. Back at one. people welcome back to english for oral communication segment thank you very much for still be patient with us and today we were talking and discussing about public speaking so early on we talked about how informative speech and the persuasive speech gives um, impact on your public speaking right now the next one is the negotiation speech so this type of speech is quite useful when it comes to situations where you have to resolve conflict, uh, negotiate, mediate, or be the third party for intervention in a crisis situation. So usually, the parties are committed to reaching a decision, um, prefer one that grants them what they consider minimally um, acceptable, okay? Minimally acceptable. They choose to focus on the change-seeking function of argument in negotiation because they uh, tend to not um, do not recognize how it can include cooperation with the other party when it comes to um, involved in the negotiation process. But however, in the cooperative perspective on negotiation, negotiators will argue uh, to negotiate aims to resolve or reduce conflict to the satisfaction of all parties involved. In fact, um, by negotiation and bargaining involve concession exchange and tactical use of power, which may be contrasted with attempts to convince others to argument. So there, uh, there are even types of negotiation, mainly four types of negotiation techniques. We have distributive bargaining, integrative bargaining, attitudinal bargaining and intra-organizational bargaining. Okay, what is distributive bargaining? Distributive negotiation forces opposing uh, negotiators into a competitive situation where one must win and the other must lose. So this is uh, the win-lose situation. I win, you lose or it might be the other way around. And then integrative bargaining means um, integrative negotiation allows for outcomes which benefit both parties. This negotiation style allows for the possibility of goal alteration, the expansion of outcomes and sacrifice of some goals. And then we have attitudinal bargaining, meaning um, negotiation that seeks to alter the relational patterns between the involved parties. Because why? Because the uh, usually the negotiator must obtain a consensus with the other um, with the other party. It is more cooperative as the interaction need not be constrained by fixed potential outcomes, as in in a way like I win you lose outcome. Okay, and then we have the argument argumentative speech. Uh, what can this speech do?
Okay, argument is normally often used to deal with conflicting opinions or beliefs. The argumentative speech is concerned mainly with reaching conclusions through logical reasoning based on evidence. So this category of speech also includes civil debates, dialogues, conversations, and persuasion. Persuasion, okay? It is based on rules of logics and making inference. Now the argumentative speech also includes negotiation, which is concerned with reaching mutually acceptable. Conclusions. It is often the channel through which people can protect their beliefs or self-interest. Um, there are four types. Okay, four types of argumentative speech. We have debate and negotiation. Okay, this includes civil debate and negotiation. Heuristic dialogue means a branch of social debate in which victory over the opposition is the main objective. We have legal debate means um, this is used in the court of law. The theory of argument is used. This includes the gathering of evidence, analysis of proposition, case building, cross examination, uh, refutation, composition, and delivery of argumentative speech. And then definitely we have tournament debate means. This consists of competitive debates, usually held between schools and college. Okay, there you go. Um, end of our topic. Okay, end of our topic. All about public speaking. And hey, today you did learn something, right? Especially the public speaking can improve your personal and social skills, academic and professional skills, as well as your public speaking skills. You can even build your Confidence in public speaking by changing the way you think, going for uh, systemic desensitization, getting skills training, gaining experience, try to use relaxation techniques and preparing and practicing. Keep on practicing your speech, and then you also learn about tips for giving an effective speech. The informative speech increases the listener's knowledge, understanding, or ability pertaining to a particular issue, topic, or skill. Um, the persuasive speech aims at influencing listeners' attitudes, behavior, beliefs, or even values. As for negotiation, speech is used in the conflict negotiation, mediation, and for third-party intervention, in usually in a crisis situation. And as for argumentative speech, is concerned mainly with reaching conclusions through logical reasoning that is based on evidence. So there you go. We did learn something today, right? Especially a lot on speech, public speaking, articulation, body language, skills training, tournament debate, intonation, heuristic dialogue, what is persuasive speech, legal debate, and lots more. So see you next week. Hey, in topic nine, preparing an oral presentation. See you next week. Bye bye. Have a good day ahead.